Yo, we're yeah. officially fucking back, as always. Episode 123 now? 123, nigga. Yeah, 123, nigga. 456, whatever. Whatever the fuck we got going on. We're episode 123. Excellent foreshadowing for yeah. this Saturday. And then... <laughs> Excellent. We are back, and we have a very special guest. This has been a guest very ma- long time. Long time coming. Long time coming. It's not Jay-Z. Sir Elliot got that. Fucked it up. <laughs> Fucked up the entire weekend. Fuck it. Whatever. He, he trying to bag. But I mean, he trying to bag. He just put it in <laughs> the think, <laughs> Yo, I saw. All right. So we have Amp in the building. Yo, what's good? Amp of the Random Acts of Podcast. Finally, we finally make this happen. The Random mm-hmm. Acts of Podcast and, and two belts sort of collaboration. Maybe I don't know. Whatever we have come from this. Yo, he really Elliot really came out on a Friday. It was like, yo, I got a Jay Z interview. Sure did come out. <laughs> yeah, he could have waited. <laughs> I, I'm happy he got it, though, because he kind of, like, stabbed um, Tack Stone in the back to get the shit. Really? So. What, you think he made the nigga go to jail? I ain't going to say all that. I ain't saying <laughs> he all that. He carried the evidence? He, 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 he you did. got this nigga Elliot with the black gloves on? Because you remember when Tack Stone, he had, like, Snapchatted Jay-Z. Yeah. And then, like, next thing you know, like, all of a sudden, uh, Elliot sent, like, a text to, like, Jay-Z or some shit. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, like the interview was over. And next thing you know, tax locked up. What tax at Rikers or some shit? <laughs> yeah, he probably in the tombs. Yeah, he he out there. He in the box. And then next thing you know, Elliot, he on title. He on title. I didn't even know he still had a podcast Listen, until like mm-hmm. the other day. It's literally just on title. I mean, props to him for getting a Jay Z interview. Um, a lot of people say like, "Yo, tax should have got the." I mean, it would. I think it would have been an interesting conversation if tax did get the interview. Yeah, but you know. It is what it is. I, f- I feel like it's a, it should be it still be a good interview nonetheless. Um, it's not like it's like his first time on a podcast. Like this, 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 I don't know. He's he's been on the Juan Epstein podcast before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like twenty years ago. Yeah, though, so that I don't was even like two thousand nine. That was when the Decoded drop book dropped or something, and yeah. he was like doing all that. That's before niggas even know what a podcast was. Right? <laughs> Facts. Um, yeah. Yo, Amp, how, how was the trip in, brother? Uh, it was trash as fuck. <laughs> it was raining. I was, all right, so. We were supposed to land like nine fifteen, and next thing you know, I ain't no damn pilot, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the sky. So I'm like, okay, we about to land. This fit and be a breeze. And then next thing you know, the pilot was like, well, it's raining in New York, so uh, yeah, we're gonna be on the plane for like another hour and thirty minutes. Jesus Christ! Like I said, I ain't no pilot. So I was like, man, what if we run out of fuel or some shit or something? Y'all like was that? just like flown around in the yeah, air. You think motherfuckers you? didn't plan for shit like that? <laughs> <laughs> niggas, oh, <no>. niggas, <laughs> like, yo, we gotta hit the shell station on that cloud. Hey. <laughs> niggas just flown niggas. around fucking Virginia. Just just like, just make U-turns, bro. Hey, man, Niggas, they, stop they, they never find that one plane. You remember that one plane that That's disappeared? True. They never yeah. found that shit. I mean, so, they parked yeah. on that shell station. They stayed there. They didn't have enough money to get the gas. Fucking crazy, man. Yo, Random Max. 20 on pump nine, nigga. <laughs> Random Max Podcast. How did it start? Because when I came in on Random Max Podcast, I think I was probably, I probably hopped in on like episode 60 something. Hmm. It was just like one episode where you and Dev. Um, and, and somebody else was just, like, drunk as shit. Like, this shit was just hilarious. The, the most drunk podcast I've ever heard in my life. Um, Besides, prior. like, your 100th episode, which was, like, the craziest. Yeah, that was ridiculous, man. <laughs> Devin threw up that one. That was, wow. that was crazy. Yeah, I was just like, bro, y'all niggas are so good. All right, how it all started, man. I used to listen to, like, Pac. Well, I still do, like, uh, Joe Rogan and all that shit, Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. And that was, I was funny fucks. Yeah, I was basically like, man. I listen to so many pod. I listen to their podcast so much. I might as well just do my own. So I just said, "Fuck it." Bought two snowball mics, right? And then just did it. And it was supposed to just be me, at, um, Devin, my homie. Mm-hmm. So he came over one day and like 
the episode that he was on, like the numbers was crazy on it. Mm-hmm. So I said, man, you might as well you adding numbers to it. You might as well stick around. Stick around. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, we got this gimmick going where like we're not gonna break the fourth wall, but like we say, say the nigga go to jail. Of course, so he do like a couple episodes here. And yeah, then he be know, gone he does for a while. A couple episodes in the pen, and then you know he yeah. comes back fresh, renewed. Yeah, we do the jail phone with new call slander yeah. for everybody. <laughs> um, yo. I have to talk to you about this insane, this insane endeavor that you took on on doing the longest podcast ever. Yeah, fucking four hours. Yeah, we didn't talk to break that record. You didn't talk to break that record. Yeah, we're gonna break that record. You're man. gonna break that record. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, bro! Like, I, and you know what's crazy? Because when I had dropped this shit, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, nobody about to listen to no fucking four hour podcast. Who the fuck about to listen? But you got to think about it. Like, all the white guys, they do four-hour podcasts, like, every week. So mm-hmm. why can't my black ass drop a four-hour <laughs> podcast? Like, you got shit to do. That's why. Oh, you're right. You got <laughs> shit to do. No, I didn't edit that shit, though. I just dropped <laughs> just it. Like, so. fuck it. You just Wait, drop- without editing, how much longer is it? Uh, That shit was almost a gigabyte. Damn. <laughs> A, but yeah, we ain't tossed to beat that record soon. I, I fuck with it. That's that's crazy. Yeah, just, just have like a Guinness World door. Record. Might yeah. as well have like a the thing where people like nah, you gonna a telethon have, or something. He's gonna have one big ass round table and it's gonna go. They're gonna pass the mic around like it's fucking uh like it's fucking that seventy show yeah, and shit. Some motherfuckers shit like talking and telling jokes. That's fucking dope. Yeah. So by the time we get got to like the three hour mark, we was like, yeah, we got something to prove. We might as well just keep going with this shit. Right? Did y'all niggas have water? That's what stopped me. My, my ass started hurting in my seat. I was like, okay, let me stop. This shit ain't not comfortable. <laughs> let me stop. Those, the human body can only take so much yeah. podcasting. I got a better computer chair now. Oh, my. You got a better, more ergonomic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went to office The cushion depot. is better. Niggas, uh, yo, we doing this for a long haul, my G. Yeah, I dropped that bag on that new computer chair. We lit. Oh, my God. Yo, you were, <laughs> so you were born in New York. Were you? No, I was born in. Don't listen to Devin. He said I was born in New York. I was not born. He was in, not. You weren't. All right. No, nah, my um mom and dad from New York, so I used to travel to New York all the time. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, you got I'm family a, out here. Yeah, I got a family out here. And Damn, shit. Devin got me fucked up, man. Yeah, don't listen to him, man. He's lying. <laughs> I'm not a New York nigga. You're not a New York nigga. All right. No. Well, you you you're in New York now. Yeah. You're in Bodak Country. Uh, <laughs> Bodak County. We're yeah. in Bodak Country, yeah, Bodak County, out. and we got. You know what's crazy? I've been in New York twelve, like almost twelve. Nah, twelve, close to that. I've not heard Bodak Yellow yeah, once. It's raining. It's raining. No <laughs> one's driving with the top down, bro. I don't know. I was out here when Lumi D was popping. It was raining. <laughs> and it hard was as raining fuck. for hardest fucking. They was just rain. playing Lumi D. Yeah, all I heard was. Yeah, oh, no oh, one's opening nigga. their windows to let you hear Bodak Yellow, bro. <laughs> not in this torrential bro, thunderstorm. I swear to God, I was out here with pouring hard as fuck. Listen, you, back in like what you was heard? Uh oh, what was that? Yeah, it was 2004, Uh-oh. 2003, 2003, 2003. 2003. I was out here. And all I heard was Lumi D. Uh oh, so. <laughs> I don't want to hear that excuse. Listen, I hear Bodak once. What you what you haven't found out is Bodak Yellow is secretly the theme song for SummerSlam. That's what you haven't heard yet. Yeah, like, she kind of oh. come out in a fucking <laughs> Dominican unitard and yeah. shit. Um, you can see her fucking choke from the front. Cardi B's Bodak <laughs> Yellow officially top ten single in the country right now. So it's pretty Salute. much yeah. It's it's one of the. I don't know if we can say. It's like arguably the song of the summer now. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's one that we didn't necessarily pick when we did our song of the summer episode mm-hmm. a couple months ago because no one saw it coming. But it really just showed up and just showed out and everything like that. And you you, you had... Wait, hold on, hold on. Somewhere. Before we get there. Sure. 
I hate how niggas denying that it's the song of the summer. It's clearly the song of the summer. Right. Every time you say like Bodak Yellow the song of the summer, you get some nigga Thompson. Oh no, uh, wild the thoughts, thoughts or, or niggas like to say what's that Gold Link song? Yeah, fucking crew. crew. Nobody's still listening to Crew like yeah, that. Yeah, that's no. not the song of the nah, summer. You nah. may like this, like this <laughs> shit. That's not the song of the summer. I do it by pops and like at the fucking the barbecue on Saturday. Right. You you saw the reaction when I played Bodak Yellow. Bodak yeah. Yellow, it fucking went off, man. Like fucking Stone Cold in '99. Nigga, we played it twice that yeah. night. It was so it, it and the pop was still the same. It was fucking insane. But um, yeah, it's the top ten. It's it, let's let's just say it now. Song of the summer, Bodak Yellow, Cardi B. It, it came mm-hmm. out of nowhere and it showed up. But you you had some words for about um bodak yellow just like yo after the whole thing dies down yeah we're gonna have some words it didn't die down but i'm gonna have this uh, conversation yeah, we gonna have a, we'll start a dialogue start a dialogue what a, dialogue, what a what ted a, talk if you will what, what, what is this dialogue you're essentially gonna talk about if you, okay all right what's y'all thoughts on like uh cardi b like singles like her mixtapes before this like is she is she legit good i think gangsta bitch volume one uh-huh. is surprisingly better than we all thought because we had no expectation. It was like, ah, oh, it's another Love & Hip Hop. Like, Love & Hip Hop niggas live in the studio. Like, they're enti- like half the show is, yo, we in the studio making this track, and, like, no one ever hears it after that. Like, they're just making tracks for no reason. But she essentially came out, and it was just like, yo, this is actually kind of tough. Like, it, it, it is what it is. But I think that she had, like, super bars, no. Gangsta nah. Bitch Volume Two. I didn't really fuck. Nigga, with that. her music is all energy and persona, nigga. Yeah, I it's think... not. A, it's not about the best beats, about the best bars. It's all energy and persona. Okay. So people want to feel that shit. People want to feel like her. So it's like they sing the songs, yeah. they do all the shit she does. Listen, people, that's a that's a feeling. All right, so it's a vibe. The reason I brought it up because the the name of the song is Bodak Yellow. Yeah, she obviously took the no flock and flow. Yeah, she took the no flock and flow. So. Eventually, she's going to have to use her own flow. <laughs> yeah. And we all know No Flocking was a cult classic. Yes. It didn't hit um, top 10, but still, it, it really wasn't a it top resonated. 10 song. Yeah, it, it resonated. It, it, got, it got him out there, and it, yeah. set up, it set the scene for Kodak Black to do other records that became popping, like yeah. the the one with A Boogie. Fuck, why am I spaced on that right drowning? now? Drowning? Yeah, Drowning. Or yeah. like And that went platinum. Yeah, when platinum he still he has records that actually move. Like he it's a good song. Like Bodak Yellow, great yeah. song. Mm-hmm. Um I th- I'm interested like everyone else. I think everyone's interested in like, all right, what's next? Like, yeah, what that's that's what I'm feeling like. Like what's next? Like people like it cuz of the flow like and that's not even her flow. She took the nigga flow. She um at first I thought she was just paying homage, but it sounded like she jacked this shit. And I'm happy that we know Kodak Black. He's a, a very problematic young man. So sure. I thought he was going to call her a, a Spanish bitch or something like that. He's I thought he was gonna, a Spanish whore. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he he embracing her. So I mean, it gets him. Bodak Yellow. People want to know where Bodak Yellow came from. What's the title of the song? Then you find out it's about Kodak Black. So then you go you know for Kodak Black. You no, know, it's funny. People still don't know that's. She nah. took that from Kodak. Nah, it's a, nope. Even though the name of the song is like Bodak it's, Yellow, it's like niggas' context clues is low as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just more the energy of like her entirely. I think people are more in love with Cardi B, the character, Cardi B, like charisma and stuff. She's like less than it's it's less like yo Bret Hart excellence of execution and shit. It's more like yo The Rock. I'm here doing fucking elbows and I got like this fucking eyebrow and all this other charismatic shit. I think it's more that instead of just like yo the bars or something cuz I don't know, maybe she'll get better. I think she's not bad. Hmm. 
I think she's getting to the point. I don't think she's going to get, due to her success, like, you can't be, very few people can be successful as rappers and be, like, very, like, technical rappers. At some point, you have to, like... Uh, Bullshit the essay at 3 a.m. Yeah, something. Yeah. You have to dumb it down. You have to say some <laughs> stupid shit. You know, um, what did J. Cole said? I feel like I'm the shit, but you can't outfart me. Like, you have to say stupid shit like that. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he really said that? He did yeah. say that, yeah. I thank God that my computer stops working anytime <laughs> I upload any J. Cole to my... I, like, I literally popped a J. Cole CD into the CD drive on this old-ass bitch, yeah. and this shit powered down. <laughs> Yeah, two of my homies, Shit they big my... J. Cole fans. I do not know how they listen to that nigga. Like, I can't do took it. Took my fucking computer to Dreamville. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's it was terrible. <laughs> we have a bunch of new music this week. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of new music. Um, yeah, a lot of new music look, and a lot of music I don't give a damn about. Listen, <laughs> you got this Justin Bieber record. Mm-hmm. I know you don't give a fuck about this. Yeah, I no, no I, one. I, I like no, Bieber. No one, nah, he, he a man of God now, so I don't know if it's a man of God, a, de- a deacon as yourself. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm a problematic deacon. He seemed like he, he seemed like he going Jim Jones shit, not the nigga from Dipset. I'm talking about the nigga that put shit in niggas Kool Aid. First of all, first of all, he be hanging out with like a shirtless like priest shirtless with priest. washboard abs. Yeah, Jim Jones. He's like, yes, boil my abs for the Lord, and I'm just like, bruh. I'm know. like, bruh, there's something going on here that niggas ain't telling us. I feel like this is just, he has no qualms. He's just like, yo, this is this is definitely for mainstream radio. Mm-hmm. This is for white people. Like, don't even, like, front. Like, you know, he's not doing the thing where he's towing the line. It's like, yo, I'm doing R&B. He's like, nah, this is just for, like, yo, you're in H&M and you're walking around. His priest told him, don't forget where you came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're in Starbucks. Yo, you're doing this thing. This is from the same guy who produced Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're it get- sounds kind of like sorry. Yeah. It sounds like the conversation in the background, like that noise. That sounds like someone complaining about Apple Care. That's the fuck that should sound like. Hey, I was shit. told. Um, it I mean, do sound like an Apple ass song, like yeah. something you hear. Yeah, the like the black and the the the, the fucking uh, the the black silhouette people dancing. I remember yeah. those fucking videos. It's, I mean, I like the single. I, I can I can't complain. I can't knock it, but it's just like. It's gonna it's gonna do numbers. It's it's probably it might low key like um, knock out Despacito. Like it might do that. Oh yeah! <laughs> Shout out to my coworker because he got to be on the morning show and play guitar for Luis Fonsi while oh. they sang Despacito. Shout out to your fucking coworker. Yeah, shout out Augie, son. Yeah. Um, Paramus, we, we out have, here. We have this new Chris Brown single. Oh lord. Questions. I like. I, I like, got a couple questions. I like. <laughs> I like how short this shit is. Did Kevin Little give him the rights to say these words? Kevin Little needs money. <laughs> All right. Facts. <laughs> Kevin Little needs I'm pretty check. sure he's walking around wherever he's from with no shoes on right now chasing chickens. I'm sure, like, mad old school dancehall reggae dudes is just wishing someone young, white, and successful would sample their record so they can get, like, wild bread for yeah, it. Yeah, there are a lot of Caribbean niggas like that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. What do, what do you think about the single amp? Um, I don't like it. Like, I don't... I don't know. I'm I'm not really a Chris Brown fan. I don't really rock with him like that. Wow. He just he dropped he been fine, dropping bro. the same song like over and over to you. This one's a little different, but it's kind of like it's kind of like what Drake doing. It's like the same. It's the same overall feel, like yeah. vibe. It's Even just... Omari on doing shit like this now. Yeah, it's like everybody dropping a fake ass Caribbean song, a fake ass African song, fake ass Caribbean song, fake ass yeah. world influence song. I think it's I don't know. It's just for it's what it's West End though, so yeah. you can't really get mad at him. I, I, like, I mean, I fuck with. The, I feel like I didn't like it at first, 
I didn't like it at first, but then I was just like, yo, I'm going to end up listening to this so much that I'm going to fucking like this. And it's two minutes long. I think that's really the fucking trick. Because mm. the record is two minutes long. so it's Watch, not... that shit going to pop up again with Sean Paul on it. Sean Paul, since Tory it's short, Lanez. Since it's short, there's going to be like, there's remix potential. Tory Lanez is going to sample this. He's like, Tory Lanez, how you, nah, sample Nah, he just stole the instrumental. <laughs> Tory Lanez going to sample this entirely. Nah, he, you know, he's really little, so he just jumped up to the nigga's computer, put the flash drive in, and took it out like Pinky in the Brain. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Yo. Um, and we got a new Wiz Khalifa record. Wiz Khalifa, Ty Dollar Sign. Have you heard this record? Um, Something new. Nah. Where do you stand with Wiz, like, right now? Or just in general? I think that nigga's a brilliant businessman. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the nigga's a brilliant... Like, I, I was like, this nigga's not going broke. He owns, like, what? He owns how many good artists? Yeah. I think he's, like... Wiz Khalifa's role now is just, like, distributor to Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just like, yo, I hold you, the Ty Dolla Sign. And here it is. What time work. do you need him by? Yeah. Universe and Hook? Yeah. All right. Ty, come. Get your things. We're going. It's like Akon and Lady Gaga. Or Akon and T-Pain, rather. Oh. It's like Akon was like, yo, you slipping off. But then, nigga, you got T-Pain and Lady Gaga. So you're kind of, like, always going to eat, like, yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as Just Dance continues playing and niggas don't. And as long as Jay-Z doesn't drop any single about auto-tune, he's going to eat forever. Um, yeah, the song sounds straight. Yeah, it's a smooth it's single. Right. It's smooth. I think he's in the... I think... I want to say he's past his, like, prime. Yeah. I don't know if he should readily, like, want to compete with the Kendricks or Drakes or Coles anymore. Nah, I think he should time's over. Yeah, I think he should just, like... He's, like, entering the Snoop Twilight... Yeah. Era where he's just like yeah, he gonna start he gonna start trying out different personalities yeah, and shit. Wiz fucking lying Wiz you know I don't know Wiz. here's the thing though he don't have any good albums he really yeah he don't. really don't he nigga really when yo when Kanye, Kanye said that Kanye shit he was like yo <laughs> I don't know anyone that's ever bought a Wiz Khalifa album I was like yo you're so right, <laughs> you're I, so right. <laughs> I asked all my friends I was like yo bro you got a Wiz Khalifa album you yeah. got a Wiz Khalifa nobody had that nobody shit nobody has a Wiz Khalifa album bro but uh, I mean he's done well for himself but no one has a Wiz Khalifa album he always dropped like every two years he has a number one single so yeah I mean, he go eat forever yeah. off that Fast and Furious. Yo, shit. son, that shit, that shit is like cashed out on the on the death of one yeah, nigga. This is like, damn, you're real, the soundtrack to the death of that dude. He probably put flowers on that nigga grave every year. Like, damn, nigga, got to, got damn. to, got to show respect, bro. Yeah, see you again because of you, my kids can eat. <laughs> Something along those lines. Fuck. Um, all right, take K the race. It's take K. All right, very problematic fellow. Um, I'm just like. I listened, I heard... Free Tay-K. <laughs> no, fuck out of here. <laughs> Yo, you got to tell the... All right, tell the story about sort of Tay-K to so our audience, because he's a... You were telling it on your podcast, and that's like... It's not the first I heard about it, but I was literally just like, Yo, this nigga's fucking wild. All right, Tay-K is a rapper from Texas. Mm-hmm. All right, so what happened was, he's uh, he's 16 years old, so he's he was down there in Texas doing, like, robberies and shit, so... One of their robberies, they uh, went to, like, a nigga that sold drugs crib, and they shot and killed him. I think it was, like, six of them. Jesus Christ. Shot and killed him. 16 years old. Bro. Yeah, he got arrested. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know how the judicial system works in Texas, but apparently. <laughs> yeah, usually it is. <laughs> yeah, but this is what they did. They He did it, but they put the nigga on house arrest. Like, I don't get why they did this shit, but he was on house arrest. He had the ankle. Good lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had the ankle bracelet on, and then. He cut the ankle ankle bracelet on and fled to New Jersey. He came up here, 
or close to here. Jesus Christ. On his way up here, he beat up an old man within an inch of his life, and he killed somebody. And then he filmed that, uh, the race video. He filmed that. Jesus. And they found his ass. Kid Boo, nigga. Yeah. Dead ass, nigga. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he how, was, he's he like, was, he's a being of malicious intent. <laughs> yeah, like he was tweeting on the run, like, that nigga's Satan. Like, that, he's, he's the devil. What? But he's out here. He's mildly, mildly successful. Like, his song is actually charted on the Billboard charts, which is fucking insane. It's a good song, but I don't know how it's charting because. I guess it's just charting off streams. It's a short ass song. It's, it's only the like streams, two minutes. SoundCloud, inquisitive niggas. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like problematic shit like XXX, Tentacion. How the fuck you pronounce that? I don't know. I still don't know how Amp, to pronounce it. How you it. pronounce it? I don't know. It's <laughs> I just say XXX. It looked like Tentations or something. But <laughs> I heard somebody say it. They were like XXX Tentacion or some shit like Tentacion. that. Tentacion. I think so. That's what I think it is, but... That nigga need, like, one of them puffy shirts and the gold chain to go with it. Like, that shit sound like he's singing bachata. Look at me, fucking charted. And it's just like, I don't know. Is, is the world, like, attracted to problematic motherfuckers? Yeah, nigga. Yeah. Look at our president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, the, the world revolves around these motherfuckers. Fucking Kodak back, back in jail. And then while he's in jail, like, his single goes top ten. And it's just, like, one of the most popular singles of the summer. Mm-hmm. Like, but I can understand. That's actually a goodly written song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Kodak. This one. It's cool, but I don't see how it's charting. Like, mm. like you said, it's just like charting off. Sometimes it's or... just the frequency. Sometimes it just it just like a song just hits a nerve in people's heads. Yeah. Like you can't even play it on the radio. Like this shit got like it got literally three DJ drops in it, and it's only like two minutes. That um EP is actually pretty good. The, um, this nigga's I... evil Swaley. <laughs> I like um, Murder She Wrote. I have not listened to this, but I'm probably gonna end up listening to it, and then I'm probably gonna be like, "All right, I hope this kid never shows up." Like, yeah, he he got potential, but it's over for him. You like, gotta he, say the nigga's name three times in the mirror, like Candyman. Take care. Then that nigga pistol whip you. Yeah, yeah, this nigga's fucking insane. Yeah, he got a song. I love my chopper. <laughs> I love my chopper. Yeah, I'm that's yeah. crazy. Shit is crazy. Everybody got a mic now, bro. <laughs> nigga, everyone records in their fucking bathroom. Yo, now. this entire yo, mind you, this shit is eight tracks long. The entire EP is fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. fifteen about minutes. Right. Some short ass songs. This is short yeah, ass. Record, yeah, the song, dude. the longest song is like two minutes and twenty seconds. Yeah, like, it's only it only got like four two minute songs on it. Four or five. This is insane, bro. Like this little nigga is the devil. Um, yeah. and now we got albums. Now we got albums to talk about. Let's talk about... Let, let, Am, t- talk to us about this Kodak Black shit. Because right. I have not listened to it yet. There's so much shit that came out. And then this came out, like, by surprise. And it was like, I was not ready. I was not queued up to listen to this. First of all, shout out my Florida niggas. Kodak <laughs> Black, he dropped the um, Project Baby 2 out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, it was good. I liked it. He um he tried to um experiment a little. He tried to make a couple love songs. Mm. But it's like... uh. I'm not gonna say it was better than Painting Pictures, his album that came out. Yeah, it's it's around it's around the same, but he did a lot of experimenting on it. You're I don't like. Love? Is yeah. it like Thoughtbreaker, like Chief Keef Thoughtbreaker? Nah, it's not to that extreme. <laughs> Kodak Black actually First got good all. studio quality. <laughs> yeah, I feel like his the quality of his music has gotten way better. 
Yeah. Is yeah, it, like he can actually write a good song. Yeah. I think it, I think that's the the appeal to him now cuz he's legit writing very good structured yeah. records. Only thing wrong with him he be mumbling and shit. I don't know if he be on off I think of Molly. he I think he be leaving the shit in his mouth like his, <laughs> he be leaving the whole fucking grill in his mouth. Yeah. Trying to talk. I know that shit is Yeah, hard. uh yeah, I got a grill. It's hard as fuck to talk with a grill. Yeah. It's just we just got it cuz that's how Florida niggas live. We got we just buy grills and we can't even talk with them shits in our mouth. Just, that's just our lifestyle. And what a New York and his, got, Carlos? Chopped cheeses. Chop that's, cheese. the, that's the thing we put Timberland's in our mouths and we can't be talking. <laughs> <laughs> Literally every single person in Florida got a grill, so it's just like whatever. Like we don't know how to talk with them shits. It's, it is, crazy. it is. You see, I took my shit out so I could do this. Your doctor walk in after you give birth. He got a grill in. <laughs> Fucking your baby gets fitted for his first grill <laughs> when he starts teething. Man, um, my second grade teacher had a grill. Wow. Shout out, Miss um, Crumity. Miss Crumity. Yeah. Miss Crumity. Mrs. Crumity, because she Mrs. was married. Mrs. Crumity. Oh, that pussy be yanking. <laughs> yeah, Shout out to me. She had the cake. She had a what? She had the what? I thought he said she had the cake. I was like, yeah, she had the cake too. Damn, oh she probably did. I can't remember. I was like six years. I remember old. all I my teachers that had seven. fat asses. Oh yeah, I, in chronological order. Oh my god, number white racist ass teachers. Oh my. Oh now my did. teachers was all Spanish. Which yeah. one? Which one? Which record were you like? Yo, this is um versatile, crazy. He had the nigga that did um that T Grizzly song. Okay, T Grizzly. Yeah, he did the beat. And know it's funny because you can see you can hear the nigga running out of beat, and then he started <laughs> over, and then like the deep, the producer drop come back. <laughs> he like, oh shit! He making the song while he's recording. Yeah, he was like, nah, this nigga, this shit is not supposed to be seven minutes, nigga. This is a three fifty seven beat. Like, yeah. Ooh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, best song on there is "Change My Ways" for sure. Mm. That's the best song on there, and he got. That was my first time ever hearing a triple X um, verse like fully, and I don't know what to say about that. Look at me, yeah. Look at me. I never heard "Look at Me." You never heard "Look at Me." Nah, I can't do it. Nah. Why? Because the quality or just? I can't listen to that young man. Only reason I listen to him because <laughs> he was on, that young man. I can't. Only reason I listen to him because he was on the Kodak shit. Oh my god! But nah. yeah, "Change My Way" is the best song in there. It's pretty good. He did a lot of experimenting. I even Jack Boy had a good verse on it. I think Jack Boy is trash. That's um one of Kodak artists. Out of um, Papano. Oh, okay. I have no idea about fucking Kodak and his artists and all this. I didn't know he ran a label. <laughs> this, he was yeah, like, nigga, um, you're doing terrible. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, Sniper Gang. That's where, um, I think he only got two. I think he got um, he got a rapper named Callie P, Callie On, mm-hmm. and um, Jack Boy. Probably going to sign that Cash Me Out girl. <laughs> nah, she, um, she locked up. Nah, she in trouble. She got like... They got rest like five years probation. She, yeah. I don't know what kind of lawyer she got. She got the worst <laughs> the lawyer trash ever. Lawyer she got Gil. <laughs> Bitch, you like twelve years old. You got five years probation. You not you not free until you get out of high school. Nigga, if she even still go to school. Crazy, bro. Probably don't. Um, next, we got this Pee Wee Longway. Pee-wee. First of all, love that that that. Fuck, first of all, Blue Eminem two. Blue Eminem two. That shit was good. Blue Eminem three. I still like this shit. I don't know what it is. I don't know what he does. I don't know if it's the way he flow or some shit. Or maybe it's just the beats he picks. It's just, I don't know. It's something about his music that that's exciting. He did some experimenting on this. Yeah. I love Blue Eminem too. Only reason I don't listen to it anymore because the studio quality on it is so terrible. So bad, yeah. This is pretty good. This is crack science, nigga. Rerock. This is my first time listening to a PV Longway project. 
just entirely in general. Like, I had no... I was just like, uh, I don't know. Atlanta niggas, they all kind of got the same sort of cadence beat. Everyone's kind of like, mm. he's still, because he's still local. He's like... Atlanta niggas dropped the best music to me. 100%. Yeah. They have the most, like, compared they got to... The, charisma. This is the, to me, this is probably the best release of the week. Um, just because of just, like, everything that's going on. Everything sounds fresh. Everything sounds new. Maybe it's just me, because I'm just mm. not used to this nigga. But everything sounds a little bit fresh. Everything is, like, the charisma here is fucking insane. Yeah. Um... This is the most recommended. I probably have this shit. I, I want to play yeah. this shit all day. Like it's fucking insane. If I want, if I had to recommend something to you, you definitely need to listen to uh, Lobby Runners mixtape, mm-hmm. and then listen to his album Mr. Blue Benjamin's next. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna do that because I fuck with this Blue Eminem. Let's talk about it, the party next door feature on that shit. That shit was weird. <laughs> like first of all, it sounded like he was. Um, I thought it was two Pee Wee Longways at one point. <laughs> I was like, yo, did he duplicate himself? We didn't even that. talk about him trying to sound like Young Thug now. Yeah, he, yeah, he's been doing that. That's why I said, I remember on the podcast we had Justin on, we were talking about um, the record. I was like, yo, Thug isn't on the end of Freaking You. And he's like, nah, that's Party. And I'm just like, what? Look at this shit. This shit sound like Thug. Yeah. Funny thing is, um, I follow Pee Wee on Instagram, and he was like playing the album. Mm-hmm. And he played this song, and I was like, about time him and Thug make another song. Right. And then I see this shit, and it's not Thug, it's Party Fucking Next Door. I don't know what's up with this young man. I don't know. <laughs> this man is, he's, he's out here. You know what? He's out here getting money. I don't know. Party Next Door, you can't tell him shit. He's like the baddest man in R&B. Eric Holt told that. But, sure. yeah. <laughs> he's like... But I, I like I, I like overall this overall feel of this shit. It's it's, it's pretty tough. It's yeah, pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty tough. Then you me, listen to Hood Rich Pablo one. He dropped a good EP. Really? Yeah, it's called um. Damn, I don't even know the name of shit. South Dark. Mm, okay. All right. Flip on, on South that. Park. <laughs> I think I did see that. Cause he yeah, had like the he dressed like he got Kenny, uh, Kenny with a Cody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that on where I get music from. That's not legal. Yeah, listen. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's no secret that everyone illegally downloads music. Sure. I only download. You know what's funny? I haven't illegally downloaded a song in like three years. I just stream now. Listen, I now nah, so, when you DJ, you gotta download yeah. the physical copy of a song because you can't just drag like whatever protected file from iTunes you have over. So yeah. it's oh, like okay. so, for yeah. DJing purposes, unless you have like one of those stream services like Pulse Locker or some shit that lets you pull music from a cloud, mm-hmm. or like the place you're at has Wi-Fi because then you can't use that shit. Right, you have to have the file. Yeah, so oh, I'm okay, DJ now, and I'm just like fuck. Every Friday, I gotta be like just downloading music. Like I'm, I remember niggas was just like, yo, how'd you get that Jay Z album? I was like, are you serious, nigga? On, he was like, how'd you get your Jay-Z you know album on your rip- iPhone? What? And I was like, what? <laughs> Do you think niggas don't rip shit off the internet? Yeah, I'm just like, what? He, he just couldn't, he was like 17, he couldn't understand, like, download, you download? Oh, nah, I didn't do that. I don't even have a computer, to be honest with you. Like, this shit is crazy. Um, we have two projects, two very New York City-driven projects. We have ASAP Ferg still, dro- still striving, and we have... I'm about to be silent because I haven't heard neither one of them. Dave, <laughs> that shit is paranormal. I got some thoughts on them though. What That's do you cool. think about Davies? Davies cool, but um, <laughs> I literally when I was coming in here, I seen somebody drop. Uh, somebody put a tweet. They was like Davies, the new Dom Kennedy. It kind to me. Well, all right, no, like the Nick, Dom like the Kennedy. Nigga, yeah, is like 
Yeah. The dude raps like he got peanut butter on the roof of his brain. Like, that dude <laughs> can't... Like, words... That and, nigga's too lax. That's nah, what it, is. It, it meant, like, the nigga that, like, everybody love now, but they can't drop a hit for shit. Yeah. Ah. Uh, well, uh, all right. And I think it's probably the aura of Dave East, like what he stands for that people are more attracted to more than the actual music. Oh, he's so I, New York. He's oh. so New York. He's so classic shit. Oh, he's got co-signed by Nas. Oh, he oh, be selling crack. Def oh, Jam. he play ball. Yeah, all this other shit. So I think people are in love with that about Yeah, Dave East. I think it's like just the persona. Yeah, for the longest, I thought he was a black Twitter nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. deadass, all the black Twitter niggas in New York, they all pretty much live in Brooklyn, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought he was a black... At first, when I seen people... um like posting this shit, I was like, "Oh, they they fuck with that black Twitter nigga heavy." And the next thing you know, I seen him on the double XL, and I'm like, <laughs> "What nigga rap? What? I guess he is. Damn, is he not a black Twitter nigga? Damn, everybody on the XL cover now. Shit. I thought he was because I know y'all be seeing like a, a rapper that black Twitter love, and they be trying to hype him up, and yeah. like nobody. I fuck feel with like that yeah. nigga except black Twitter. Oh, internet, yeah. internet hype is different than like real yeah. life hype. I like. thought that's what that was. Then I seen the nigga on the double XL. I'm like, hmm. I would classify Dave East as actual internet hype. Like, yeah. I would literally classify him as internet hype. I don't know. I enjoyed this. Uh, I enjoyed this project. It's just that I don't see myself listening to it for an extended period of time. Yeah, to me, this was kind of dry. Like, this is very dry. Shout out to him. He be be having the women go. I literally seen a young lady say she would eat his ass yesterday. (laughs) I was like, wow. (laughs) It's it's the look. It's the look of the aesthetic. He looked like the third nigga on the evolution chart, just taller. When you're six foot tall and you can play ball, bitches love you automatically. And then he he looked like some sort of... Rugged Neanderthal, so it's like women love that shit. Yeah, he he, he watched a couple episodes and um. He looked like the Next kind of Top nigga model. that'd be like having like those big clumps of deodorant underneath their armpits and just picking them out and throwing them. Yeah, he looked like that kind of nigga. Like he's a I don't know D- Davies. He's cool. Yeah, all you got because I know a nigga that looked like Davies and he a um, custodian at the airport and he be getting bitches. Yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> pretty much it. Listen, when you look like fucking, I but, think this is I think this is a. I don't even know if it's solid. To me, this shit is dry. To me, honestly. I feel like they could have done... It could have been more, but I feel like his rapping style, per se, doesn't lend itself to any sort of charisma or switch up or anything. Like, he has the same sort of, I rap fast, I rap about... <laughs> I rap fast, I slow down my flow, I yeah. get to the chorus, this, this is how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, New York nigga formula, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, I rap fast... It, like and then the hook, like he's got bad hooks. I don't know. He's got good features on. It. He's got fe- he's got Damn. feature from Jeezy, got feature from Wiz, got a feature from French Montana, feature from Chris Brown. No offense, but I can I can make that hook he just did. Like. It's it's not. It's so hard for New York niggas to find a hook because. Like, that's why songs like Bodak Yellow, mm. which essentially has, like, really no hook. Like, it's a hook, but it's, like, not really. Yeah. And then Yeah, that song you just played, Found A Way, like, that hook, mm-hmm. that sounds like some shit an Atlanta nigga would do. Right. But the difference between Atlanta nigga and Dave East is they got the accent, they got the style, mm-hmm. they got the flow. Dave East don't got that. He just, no offense to y'all, but the New York accent is just like a regular ass accent. So Damn, it ain't got no sorry. twang to it. It's just like, it's just yeah, sound like y'all niggas. It's like niggas very be, straightforward when we speak. Like, it's just sound like y'all niggas just talking. Yeah. <laughs> he got a feature from Nas, but it's not like actual Nas verse, which is very trash. <laughs> It's like how you sign under Nas and he doesn't give you the verse. He can still he um still consider Nas artist. Yeah, he signed a mass appeal. Yeah, 
I thought he was on Def Jam. Or he's, he's on Def Jam and Mass Appeal. It's you can a, be oh. on both. T- t- yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's on Def Jam and Mass Appeal. It's kind of crazy. Nick, when I found out French That's Montana was signed to Bad Boy and MMG, I was like, yo... What the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> at first, yeah, I don't know where his money came at. First, at first, when this really happened, I was like, what the fuck are they thinking? This is before Pop Dad even dropped and shit like that. You know why? Because I think people love French Montana. I think he, you think he just finesses his way? Nah, he don't finesse. Like, people, like, People in the industry just love French Montana's energy because he has, like, no care. Like, this nigga, like, trips, falls, and busts his ass into a hook every fucking... Into a hit, like, every year. Uh, like, unforgettable. Huge record. Like, true. huge, huge record. Like, um, pop that. Big record. Like, what he had... Um, ain't worry about nothing. Another big record. Like, the dude just, like, makes records. And people just love him just because they just love, like... The energy behind him and shit like that. He doesn't really like argue. He doesn't care. He kind of does things. The nigga won a bowling tournament just randomly oh, out of wow. nowhere on ESPN. I remember watching it. I was like, this nigga. Yeah, really? he bowled like a perfect, almost a perfect game. Yeah, he beat by fucking mistake. Chris Ball, Chris Paul in a bowling tournament just out of nowhere. And he was just like, ah, eh. make like, that nigga the point guard. And the nigga the was fuck? just like, how long you been practicing bowling, nigga? I've been bowling. That was my first time ever bowling. Like he said some shit like that. Like that I never practiced before. Like, that was my first time that really That nigga's a bowling, bowling savant. Yeah. That's what it is. He's really a savant, like a musical savant. Like, that's mm. yeah, that's kind of how he is. Mm. Um, That'd be interesting. But, you know, he makes, you know, decent records from time to time. But um, to me, like, where Dave East is kind of, like, dry. This, like, ASAP Ferg album has, like, mad flavor. Like, this shit is, like... Yeah, because that's an out-there-ass nigga. I think he... You know what? I think... ASAP Ferg is to me. I wasn't anticipating this album because I was just like, "Yo, ASAP Ferg should really just stop rapping entirely," because he's not really a good rapper at all. Um, yeah, no, his last project was like a mix of all this stupid shit. It was fucking terrible. But this album, I don't know. I think he just got it. Is but I think he just steals the styles of whoever's featured on the record. Mm. He like did the game. Like he yeah, has that's this, what I was thinking. He has this feature with Lil Yachty. First of all, he has way too many features on that shit. Listen, you need as many features. Like, when you're ASAP Ferg, you need this many features. He needs his features. Because, like, his first album was just, like, where he had, like, Hood Pope and, like, Trap Lord and all this other shit. I was like, this is terrible. See, so like, so now he's singing like Yachty. <laughs> so this is some Yachty shit. First of all, I shouldn't be laughing while niggas doing a song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I feel like I'm listening to an ugly guy song. He has "What Do You Do" featuring Nav. What is Nav's purpose on this uh, earth? He is. He is literally. Jesus. Yeah, dead ass. He's the brown alpha five. He sounds like alpha five to me. <laughs> he sounds like the little robot that tell the Power Rangers was wrong. Oh my god, that's hilarious, nigga. He, he has all the he, this guy has all the flavors on it he's got fucking Migos on here he got all three Migos all, some, I don't know actually some, I don't know sometimes niggas just be having Quavo and um, Takeoff and they be like if it's Amigos. a three minute 30 song I'm most likely he doesn't have all three on them cause all three of them like to do their like 
all, they love like all three of them to have a sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Some niggas be cheating. I remember one time I listened to a nigga. He had two takeoff verses. And he put feature <laughs> Migos. I'm like, okay, bro, you can't do that. All right, bro, come on. He signed the check to Migos at the end of the day, though. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't give it directly to takeoff. Even this. I like this album. I'm not even going front. Like, the shit is hard to me when you listen to it entirely as just, like, one big, like, story or one big how whatever the fuck it is. It's like, fucking clout rap. I don't know what the fuck it is anymore. Oh, damn. He got Made in Tokyo in there. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. He got, he got Made in Tokyo. He got fucking a record with, like, Busta Rhymes, ASAP, Rocky. Oh, the Dave East Coast East, remix? French Montana, Rick Ross, and Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Like... Yeah. Mattress remix retreat. I'm very mad at this Rocky album comes out and it's like three posse cut tracks. So here's the thing. It's like it's good. I'll give it that, but like and now they're supposed to drop the the ASAP um the Cozy Tapes volume two next week because this is like their month of just dropping shit. Even though like now that I'm looking at it, like low key dropping an ASAP album every week is low key cutting undercutting the album that dropped before it. Yeah. yeah because yeah. no one's gonna listen to the twelve E album after they listen to this. And then no one is probably going to listen to this once they hear Cozy Tapes. So it's like, it's kind of like... Because that one's going to have way more features and way better features and way better beats. Way better everything. Even though that single that they have, to me, is kind of trash. But it's it's interesting. I don't know how... I think I'm ready for the new ASAP Rocky album. Even though this album is good, it's just like... The click doesn't really, like, stand out unless Rocky is kind of still at the forefront of stuff. And and Ferg isn't the Ferg can't necessarily carry the group, no, nor can anyone else. It's really Rocky that's carrying everything. Yeah, but that's why I miss Yams. Yeah, because <laughs> he was the mouthpiece. He was the Paul Heyman. Yeah, I think he was creatively. He could have like, yo, you need to do this. You need to find a, a a voice outside. Like, I don't know this 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 Ferg album. While I think it's hard, it's just like he sounds like whatever his features is. I think he's good at cultivating a vibe, mm-hmm. like curating a vibe. Like he's good at that more so than actually like rapping or having like a great rapping career. Like it's a the ASAP Mob is going to be a cult classic, but they aren't going to be known for their rapping. They're going to be known for like the era and the vibe and all this other shit. So, you know, that's what I think about it. Um, there was a Moneybag Yo Federal 3X project that dropped last week. Sorry, say that shit again? Moneybag Yo. That's the artist? Yes. And the project is? Federal 3X. Okay, because yeah. I didn't know which one was the artist and which one was the project. <laughs> That's how I felt about Designer and Panda, like, for the longest. <laughs> you thought it was Panda by... Panda by, by Design. No, it's, it's, the guy's name Panda, right? Like, no, it's fucking That shit is confusing, my the nigga. two eyes, maybe? Like, I can't tell what's a rap name and what's a song anymore. Yeah, Design is a terrible rap name. Yeah. With two eyes record. They released the Offset record. Oh, leaked. the Monday one, right? Yeah. That, I liked it. That leaked a long time ago. I think they just want to see if Offset can make money. It's I like, think they want to see if all of them can make money kind of on their own. I think yeah. this, is like a, this is like a weird test period. Yeah, it's just like, yo. Can, are and you, then they're going to drop culture, too. Yeah. <laughs> are you also... They missed out on that because that shit got like two million streams on like yeah. SoundCloud. They should have dropped that shit immediately, but yeah. they fucked that up. They like did like back-to-back weeks. Like Takeoff did a song, then um, Offset did a song, then Quavo did a song. I can't remember um, the produ- record. Produced by uh, OG Parker. He did no. all he he did all three of their songs. I guess they were just like experimenting, right? But like they should have dropped all of them on like 
immediately on Apple Music instead of just dropping them on SoundCloud and just letting them sit. Because mm-hmm. each one of them songs got like a shitload of like plays yeah. on SoundCloud. Listen to SoundCloud. You got to capitalize on your revenue. Gucci is dropping Mr. Davis. I think in like two months, one month. What is it? I forgot when it's dropping. It's supposed to come out with his book. He's dropping a book? Yeah, he's dropping a book. Good for him, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to come out with the book. He's and living then, his best life. <laughs> I can't wait till he becomes a motivational speaker. Yeah, he's living his best life. Um, You got Make Love on this? Wow. Yeah, it's not like I'm going to listen to that shit again. Nah, it's a... I don't know. I don't hate the record anymore. Yeah, he's doing it to get them funny numbers. Yeah. This is the, this is the like, everybody looking. This isn't, like, the... the um, Drop top wop or Yeah, the... nah. This is East Atlanta Santa. This is, like, the everybody looking. Because he's got Slim Jimmy, Young Dolph, The Weeknd. Oh, yeah, The Weeknd. So The Weeknd is a clear, like, Weeknd? And who else? Ty Dolla Sign. The Weeknd, Ty Dolla Sign, that's a clear indicator that you want people that aren't necessarily your market to listen to Chris your records. Brown. Nicki Minaj, there you go. Big Sean, mm. Schoolboy Q. So, yeah, he's a, he obviously knows what he's doing. He's dropping a, a very commercial record. Um, you know what? We'll see how it goes. He's supposed to have his wedding, too, all that other cool stuff. Um, let's slide into wrestling because we got a big wrestling event coming this weekend. Yep. It's, uh, it's uh, I, do I want to say one of the reasons why you're here? Yeah, somewhat, yeah. Yeah, one of the reasons. Yeah. Um, big event in Brooklyn. Um, NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam. You went to WrestleMania. Yeah. How was WrestleMania? Uh, it was all right. That uh, stadium is terrible in Orlando. So, in terms of what? Oh, just like it's a shitty stadium. It's like really old oh. and raggedy. And, and you sitting outside, they got terrible seats. Jesus Christ. Your ass going to be hurting. And that shit, that pay-per-view was like 20 hours long. It's seven so. hours long. Well, get ready. Because <laughs> SummerSlam... Hopefully, I've never been to Barclays, so hopefully Barclays got some comfy seats. Barclays got more comfortable. I'm, I can't be as... Nah, it's comfortable it, in there. Yeah, it's comfortable. Um, yeah, like the, the one in Orlando, they got like seats that niggas just sit on back when they had leather helmets. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Barclays is pretty much like you can see the ring pretty clearly from yeah, everywhere. Yeah, if you've never known this about the Barclays Center, it's actually built out of unsold Nas albums. <laughs> <laughs> like, I passed by it one time. It like it's made out of like um, old ass, like tin, tin or some shit. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's, it's got a rustic aesthetic. It's a, it's a, but it's good. It's good. It's a, it's, it's a nice good and comfortable on the inside. It's not like things are slanted weird just for you to look down. Expensive at the, ass food mm-hmm. if you're into that sort of thing. Like it's 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 fucking insane. Hell it's no. a cool spot, man. Um, Do they sell chopped cheeses. No, no, nah, they sell cheeseburgers and niggas used to have to wear the Jay Z style hat. To work, yeah. There's a whole bunch of things about Barclays, but Barclays is really good. I'm surprised WWE has really like said like, "Yo, we're just keeping." They must be making a shitload of money. That's why, like, more mm-hmm. money. They coming than back, like what next, next year? year? Yeah, they must be making more money than they would make anywhere else. Oh, like, it's confirmed for next year. Yeah, it's yeah. confirmed for next. Because okay. when you do it in New York, you got a lot of people from the tri-state come through. And I think no they, offense, I went to it two times in LA. Uh-huh. I like it in LA. Listen. But keeping keep in mind, I haven't been to the one in here yet, so. I might like it here better. It's a it's a good vibe. It's, it's like a good a, vibe. It's just the fuck full sale qu- chance and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it, it's a good vibe. Like the energy here. Until you get to the end of it, then you're tired of the people that yeah. you're there in the city. Like, yo, said I'd be so tired of wrestling. I was fans tight that- last year because of I don't know because at the end of SummerSlam it was that schma shit with Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. That shit just ended out of nowhere, and I was like, nigga, you had me sitting here for 18 hours. 
everyone sat through like Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler and all this other whack shit. And the only fire shit really was like the AJ Styles John Cena match. Mm-hmm. But NXT Takeover was real. Like that was one of the best things I ever. I was so went mad, to. son. Yeah. It was, it was such a such a shitty shitty weekend for me. Yeah, so. last of Bailey and NXT, all that. But um, NXT, we got the the card is is pretty small, pretty mm-hmm. succinct. I okay. think everyone's gonna get a good amount of time. Um, we have um, Alistair Ale- Ale- Black, Alistair Black mm-hmm. versus Hideo Itami, and more so than who do you think it's gonna win? It's like, to me, it's. Well, it's kind of the same thing. That do. do you have Al- Alistair Black suffer his first loss against Hideo no. Itami? Even though neither one of them should be losing, but yeah. I think, I don't know, because I've been thinking about it. Because he's, to me, undefeated streaks in WWE are not a good idea long term. Yeah, they're not. And they they're don't doing, really last. Yeah, they're doing too much of it. Like, yeah. everybody got an undefeated streak. Everybody can't be undefeated. Yeah, they, they do too much long term in, in terms of just like, this guy's been undefeated and then when he finally gets defeated, then he's kind of just like the lesser version of himself. Like Rusev or Umaga or... Mm-hmm. Like and then they become comedic. Yeah, and, and then it becomes less than what it is. Then they start losing a lot because now you can have them lose, and now you can have them put over other people. Yeah. Um. I and think, then the fans start to cry. Like every time Finn Balor get pinned, people be crying. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, can, do you look at his stats? Like, you see how many wins this nigga's got? I feel yeah. like Alistair Black should take an. He's not gonna not take a clean L, but an L nonetheless. That's how I feel. Just in terms of just like. It makes him more of a multi-dimensional character instead of him just being a guy who wins a lot. Because if he's a guy who wins a lot, people are like, oh, shit. So he's going to go for the title eventually, and of course he's going to win. And then it's like, who's going to beat him there? You're going to have this uh, pretty much like a male Oscar. And and I know they want to call up Aleister Black pretty soon. Um, so I feel like they should just get that loss out of the way. And I think a loss to Hideo Itami, it doesn't necessarily, if it's a non-clean loss, it doesn't necessarily hinder him. Mm-hmm. Um, because he can be like, yo, Hideo Itami talked this big game of how he was one of the toughest in NXT, and then he had a cheat to win. Maybe he grabs some tights, maybe he does a roll-up, maybe he, like, blinds a referee, maybe he gets some sort of, you know, heat person yeah. or something along those lines to distract him, or something along those lines. But I think just continuing Aleister Black undefeated, you're building him up, and then he's going to have, like, a very steep fall. And but I could also see you know I could also see Hideo Tommy winning and we could you just have him lose to somebody I mean Hideo Tommy losing and just have Alistair Black lose to somebody else but I think Hideo Tommy needs a win like more than Alistair Black at this point yeah, yeah I agree yeah looking back on his career you kind of see like Hideo Tommy's been in a, in developmental hell for like ever yeah plagued with injuries so it's just kind of like I guess they're gonna put him over as a courtesy. I, I don't know. But then there's talks about him leaving. I don't think he's going to leave. But If I was him, I would well. deadass leave. I would deadass I mean, leave. not leave, but he need to go ahead and go to the main roster. Yeah. There's yeah, no point in him still being down there. Yeah, I, I agree. If he if he do lose, hopefully that's like the the main roster. Mm-hmm. Like, him go, because it would be dope to have like a Asian hill. Right. As long as he don't be like indeed or some <laughs> shit like that. Nah, comment, oh, Kai and That was like my favorite thing as a kid, and I didn't realize how racist it was <laughs> until like, like all after the fact. I was like, oh shit, they doing the voice. Of, oh man, niggas would go crazy for that. The entire arena, indeed. When fucking Taka Michinoku beat Triple H, everyone went fucking crazy and started indeed shirts and all this other shit. Fun fact: That's Bruce Pritchard saying indeed. 
Really? Yeah. That's written from wow. the you learned that from the podcast. Yeah. Damn, I haven't gotten through all the podcasts. Yeah, they asked they asked him who to say that, and he was like, "Indeed." Wow. Um, um it's a time to end Oscar streak. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Is it I love her, but it's over. And does it come at the hands of Ember Moon though? Might as well. You gotta for one to go under, one must come up, my nigga. That's how it that's how it usually goes in this business. I think a lot of people don't see Ember Moon as deserving. Yeah, I don't see her as that shit either, but she needs something. She needs something. I feel like Oscar's gonna end up losing to one of those like May Young classic ladies, like maybe somebody shows up, like one of the and just beats ass. Yeah, the chick with the cool elbow. Um, I forgot her name. I think it's Kyrish something. The chick with the cool elbow. Um, but I think one of them should be the one to take, or maybe she doesn't lose. Maybe she just goes up to the main roster and she just vacates the belt. I'm for that. I'm for that's cool too. I'm for that as well. It'll make Ember like a loser, but I'm for that. I think, but then you have, you hit the reset with the entire division. Yeah. So you can now play with, all right, who are we going to position? Because Asuka is the top, and, like, there's no one in comparison. Or they could just get a belt to whoever won the Mae Young Classic. Mm-hmm. That's just true. And then just have Ember beat him, I guess. I, don't know. I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like probably the best route of this is to just, like, have Asuka vacate the belt. Undefeated champion. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like I don't know, I think it's a bad look for the division entirely. Yeah, because yeah. it makes everyone look weak. Yeah, nigga. it's because like because no one has been able to beat her. But like, it's no like, one has been able to beat her. She got to post one of those Cardi B videos, like eh, <laughs> 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 I got my belt. Um, you bitches did it. Jesus Christ! There's also on the card Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas. I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to now that. Now that is a show, my friend. I think that's a yeah. it's an opener, definitely, or at least like yeah, I think it's an opener, definitely. Um, I think Johnny Gargano is gonna. No, nah, I mean, I don't know. It depends on. Nah, how... I think um, Gargano gonna lose that. I think it depends how Cian Almas moves as a heel around the ring because he's like he is, but he's not, and he's not really effective as it in terms of um, Johnny Gargano being this like underdog face. Um, Almas isn't really, like, one of those, like, threatening heels. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's lost a lot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how they're going to um, have that go. And then we have Sanity versus um, the Authors of Pain. Uh, That's the bathroom break right there. I think uh, you can see any... Uh, to me, any one of them could win. I'll be yeah. honest with you. Um, I don't see Authors of Pain... I don't see them having enough... Um, I don't know. I can't see them holding the belt forever. I was like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> like, what you got to think about who they're going to lose it to. It's like I that. think Sanity's a good choice. I think Sanity's... I think Sanity, you can at least have someone believable, you know, have believable matches against them. I think... Man, fuck Sanity. I like I like Sanity. There you go. I'm I don't up. like him. They I'm, fake ass uh, Wyatt. Wyatt. I can't. Yeah, I can't even really yeah. compare to fake ass Wyatt family. It's not like some shit that like TNA would come up with. That's very true. Like, I it's don't, very TNA. Yeah, I don't care. But man. I don't know. Killian Dane is a fucking. I do like Eric Young though, and I do like Killian Dane. But that other nigga that looked like a, um that other weird the, the yeah he looked, <laughs> he looked like the nigga the NPC from, nigga. Yeah, you ever um, watched the the Christmas Story? Yeah, and you remember the nigga that got beat up? He looked like him all grown up. Oh my god, the and nigga I'm, that Ralphie beat up. Oh my. Um, is Drew McIntyre the one? Nope. The one who beats Bobby Roode. The one who carries the NXT title after Bobby Roode. I think it's gonna have I feel a like fluke it shouldn't finish. be. Hmm? I feel like it shouldn't be, but it will be. 
I like him as I like Drew, Drew McIntyre as a wrestler. But it's like yo, I don't want to see him. I think like, probably like four weeks ago. I don't know. I feel weird about niggas ending up back in developmental territories after being on the main roster. Right. I feel like why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like probably not. It looks like they kind of want to do something with Roderick Strong. Um, That's fine with me. But I feel like you could also you you tell a better story with Drew McIntyre as champion. And then Roderick Strong as the face, and then he transitions into a heel. Because he's a big guy. He's like a big, actually intimidating motherfucker. And Bobby Roode is like, I think everyone's getting tired of the shtick. I think people can see it. We can, you can move him up to the main roster now, or at least start that transition into moving him up to the main roster. Maybe he has one more match against him, or something along those lines. But if, if I had to pick one, I'd say probably this is Drew McIntyre's time. Um, and then they sort of figure out how they want to transition there because I don't think Bobby Roode should stay in NXT much longer. Nor do I think I don't know. I have a feeling Bobby Roode gonna be down there for a long ass time. I, I'm talking. I'm talking like it one more year. I don't know. He doesn't do anything for the brand. Like his entrance is dope, but he's not like a Finn Balor or or a, or a Samoa Joe or Shinsuke Nakamura where they're carrying the brand. Mm-hmm. Like he's just like this cocky heel guy. First of all, there's no point in him being down there. I think he wanted to go down there because he didn't need to be reprogrammed. He know the style. I think you know what I think. Nah, I think it's a good because it exposes people to him. Because you see what they did with um, Mike and Maria, and mm-hmm. they just brought Mar- Mike up to the main roster, mm-hmm. and people weren't necessarily accustomed to that at all. Out of all the motherfuckers in the world, he needed, <laughs> he needed an NXT run. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's not even a good wrestler. Nah, it's, it's, he needed an NXT run. I, he probably they probably gonna get it. You're probably gonna get it eventually. Maybe when they do the shake up or something along yeah. those lines. But I think um, you want to get people like, all right, we get the gist of what he's about. There's a feeling out process. He gets to feel out the sort of main roster people. Maybe people he's gonna face in the future or something along those lines. And then you call him up and I don't know what you do with him. Intercontinental champion, something. Um, U.S. champion. Um, Let's transition to SummerSlam, the fucking longest card ever, the 13 matches. 13 matches when they could have only had probably about a realistic maybe eight. Yeah. But it's... I like, think a it, lot of it felt like pre-show fodder. Yeah, well, most of... A, a couple of, a couple of it is actually pre-show. Like Yeah, like three of them. Yeah. They, yeah, like three of them, but it should really be five on a pre-show. Um, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Probably the best story going into this in terms of just, like... Eh. The most enticing of them all? The best built story out best of like everything. Story? Like they did I a really like good job. I felt like this was the hottest shill. Hottest shill? What do you <laughs> mean? The hottest shill. They said, yo, damn, the Hardys look like shit. Okay, so we're going to do this. We're going to take two stars that is kind of lit, and it's like we're going to put them back together, and we're just going to send them out there to beat these niggas' asses. Because that's what it is to me. At SummerSlam, those niggas are not losing. Mm. You're right. Those niggas are not losing. I think they should probably win, yeah. Yeah, because if they lose, they look like fucking dickheads, don't they? I mean, do they really? Against an experienced tag team like Shane? An experienced tag team that got put together three months ago. Nah, they got put together a whole year ago, bro. Oh, yeah, you're right. A whole year ago. Damn, it's like I blink and this shit is done. (laughs) The whole year has been a blur. Like, everything, for the most part, unless it's actually leading up to WrestleMania or leading up to SummerSlam, most of it doesn't fucking matter. Um... 
and that's probably the problem with WWE television. Like after SummerSlam, a whole bunch of shit is not going to matter for a very yeah. long time. Yeah. Usually that's when their biggest lull happens. When they decide, "Oh, we're not going to we're going to save everything until football season is over." So like Triple H returns like the night after football season is over, which I think is fucked up. But like, you know, I mean, you got to know your your fan base and how they move. That's true. But then it's like, yo, you had, like, record low ratings, and this nigga could have boosted it up. And then it was like, nah, I'm not going to be the reason for a fucking 1.95 or something. (laughs) Um, But I think they should move forward with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. They're not really doing anything universal Mm -hmm. title-wise. Because they don't want them in that picture just yet. I think they need another face team in there. They're trying um, to make mad space. What it is is they're trying to space apart, like, the people that they've already seen with the belt, and it's just, like, because we're probably just going to be tired of seeing them as champion. Yeah, there's really only three teams now since they broke up all the other fucking teams. Yeah. Um, that shit is... I, I don't that get shit that is shit. stupid. That's, yeah, that, they did the, all that shit way too early. It's like we didn't even get to get accustomed to actually having the teams with a personality. Not even so much early, but all at the same time. Like, the Gold That's True, the Enzo cast, the American Alpha, all at the same time. It was so weird. I don't know. Um, the show is loaded with potential snoozers. I have um, Randy Orton versus Rusev. Oh man! I think. Eh. I think honestly, Rusev should just win. I think Rusev gonna win. Though. I hope so. He should. I mean, he should I win. Hope so, but I think it's Randy just Orton. like it's gonna be a shitty match either way. It's yeah. gonna, Randy Orton's gonna win. He's, That's how I feel. Randy Orton by the film another um. 12 round movie or something like that thank god one of them chick, uh, cheap ass WWE movies again. so there's really no point in him winning I wanna see him again if he about to be gone for a while um Big Show versus Big Cass <sighs> I don't think Big Cass is like up to the I mean I think they want him to be like the next big guy but I just don't think it's gonna happen yeah I don't think it's gonna happen either. I think he'd be better off as a face more than a heel cause like you can't be a heel with dimples nor can you like that's not true <laughs> I'm kind of an asshole <laughs> um but I don't know like you can't it's hard to get him across his heel I think he's getting X-Pac heat in terms of niggas just literally hate him cause it was like yo you whack that's it um but not much there you have John Cena versus Baron Corbin after they made Baron Corbin look like a dumbass. And that nigga's like Kane Jr., basically, to me. <laughs> That's how I feel about Baron Corbin. It's like he's getting there. Like, he's getting to the point where he's balding. I think he's, he loses. I yeah, think Baron I think Corbin he loses. He already lost in my heart, nigga. Nigga, he After lost Tuesday, the money in the bank. Fucking, he looked like a fucking weenie, nigga. You knew he... I mean, I knew something was up when it was like 9.58 and this nigga's running down with a briefcase. I was like, y'all niggas got... <laughs> I was like, oh, they gonna do the switch Rooney? Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Yeah, that made him look terrible. Yeah. Who, who do you think is gonna win that one? I got. I think Baron gonna win it by like... Or... This was gonna happen. John Cena's gonna win, but it's gonna be by DQ. Like yeah. Baron Corbin gonna do some dirty shit. I could see that. I could see that. Like kick him in his balls. They or something. should. I mean, it, it, it's to the point. You have AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens, but Shane McMahon is the referee. Um, they haven't had good matches. I don't know. That one on, they had on SmackDown was good. Mm-hmm. Oh right, right, right. Wait, the Triple Threat. The last one they had on SmackDown, like the. The U.S. title match. That I think that was a triple threat. Wait, no. Oh, wait. They had one after that. The rematch. Yeah, yeah they had one after that. Okay. Or it had a um, had kind of like a fluky ending. I think you can but have was, a fluky ending with. But it was a, it was a good ass match. Though. I think they're gonna have to pull out all the stops on this one. I don't know how. Like, you what can, else they can do? Like Shane yeah. McMahon is kind of a distraction. I don't know. 
Shane McMahon is such a, yo, I don't know what, like, why is he there? I mean, I like I like, Shane. is this, is this just the build up to him feuding with Kevin Owens? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's depressing. I think I'm I, tired of watching this old man wrestle. I like Shane. He need to stick to, know. like, collecting shoes and shit. <laughs> that's it. Just stick to collecting shoes, son. You run the business. That's it. Um, Raw SmackDown, which women, which set of women are more than likely to steal the show? First of or, all. Not steal the show, but at least do better. Just because they already got real life static, Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun. Yeah, that's sh- gonna be a good match. Them their NXT matches used to be good when they had all the smoke. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, they're gonna put together a good match. And you have Naomi versus Natalia. I don't know why they I'm, still chose Natalia, but I mean, I, I guess mean, she's due. I that's gonna be a triple threat match. You think? Yeah, Carmella gonna cash in and get added to that. Mm. I hope not. I mean, that's I see, interesting. I can see her cashing on Tuesday, but then I don't know if she want to do that. No, shit. I can see her cashing Tuesday in. shit again. She might as well just cash in at SummerSlam because it's like, fuck it. Because yeah. <laughs> if she do it the three way, then um, what's his, what's the nigga name Ellsworth? He can jump in because because once it's three way, it's no DQ. This is true. It's very very true. All right, I can see that. Mm. Um, does Shinsuke Nakamura become immortal? Yes. Yep. Or yep. does WWE? Nope. Nuh-uh. Not even gonna let you finish it. Or is WWE risk? All right, so they've been pushing India very hard. Shout out to India. Yeah. Shout out to to India, but... They've been pushing the Indian fan base very, very hard, which is why I think... I got enough of Jinder Mahal. They've kept Jinder Mahal as champ. But do they risk that over saying, like, yo, we have this opportunity, this grand opportunity to really crown Shinsuke Nakamura as, like, the guy? Yeah. Which one do you they, think? They go like, with Shinsuke Nakamura. It's a business decision because you know they're going to Japan next month, and the Indian tour ain't even till like two months from now. <laughs> so it's going to be a business decision. I think it's this is definitely more a business decision than like anything else. Like yo, the gut feeling or anything. Like I think Shinsuke. I think this is strictly between them as two guys who are, have international markets that they mm-hmm. really want to appease to, like. It's really just like, all right, do we go with Shinsuke Nakamura? And two guys you wouldn't have seen as champion like 17 years ago. Yeah, it's just, I feel like they're probably, SummerSlam is, they did it with Finn last year when they sort of crowned that, yo, NXT really works and here it is, this guy's a champion. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to do the same thing Yeah, with Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, that ain't NXT, nigga. Shinsuke Nakamura did that all by his damn self. Nah, this is. I mean, I mean, his fan base. A lot of his fan base, came, like American fan base especially, came from just watching him in NXT. But who knows? Yeah. Maybe they might instead of um, doing that with Shinsuke Nakamura, maybe they do it with Samoa Joe. Do you think Brock oh, Lesnar retains? In I the wish. Main event? I honestly, when the ma- when 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 it was originally announced that it was going to be like what was it, a triple threat previously? F- nah, it was always a fatal four way. No, 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 no. Previously, what match was it? Uh, Joe had a chance to win the title. Joe. Nah, it, it was a, um, it was just gonna be a, t- a one-on-one match, and then like Braun came out and washed both Roman and Samoa Joe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, that yeah. made it a four-way. Right, right, right. Because Kurt Angle can't make a decision. On <laughs> he too busy thinking about his black son, son. His black son, man. He's like, yo, we out to the club, son. He's like, Dad, you too old for that shit. <laughs> I have dropped a tweet on Monday. I said he dressed like a club owner in Miami that got his club got shot, shut down because a kid died from a cocaine overdose. <laughs> and fuck? everybody was like, that's a pretty descriptive tweet there, young like, man. But I see it. I see, <laughs> I see it. it. I see it. Um, does Brock Lesnar retain? If Brock Lesnar does not retain, he leaves. I got um, Samoa Joe winning. 
I got so, I, man. I want Samoa Joe to win so bad because it's like it sets up so many dream match situations. Yeah, I feel like Brock Lesnar is gonna win. I know he might win. I, I you know what? I'm just I'm happy if it's anyone. Honestly, at this point, <laughs> yeah. I think I won't like. It's gonna be such a such anyone a anyone but Roman. No, no, nah, it's not even anyone but Roman because it's just like okay, if he wins, that still sets up for him and Braun to have like a like a fucking car crash of a match. Yeah. Where they beat the dog shit out of each other I again. I think that's... Uh, it, when he threw that chair at that nigga, I was like, yo... They've been yo, having the best matches. This I might know, be right? feud of the year. Yeah, they're really going to be feud of the year. Like, they, they've they been having it. I thought Raw was going to get Hell in a Cell, but apparently SmackDown gets Hell in a Cell, but I could have saw Roman versus Braun in Hell in a Cell. Cell. Can't yeah. run. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Brock Lesnar retains in this one. Just because it's just... You think they would have had Braun fall off the top of the cell? Like a fucking meteorite? Nah. <laughs> that that would have been hit, hilarious. That's like a tank hitting the ground from and the I sky. And I think he would have done it, too. Yeah. Nigga, <laughs> fuck, I think he would have He would have had it. a DBZ crater, nigga. Yeah. I you think remember when Rikishi fell off the cell? Yeah. Oh, onto the... Stale, onto the... What is it? The Bale of Hay? Yeah. yeah. They I, have think, the, I think he would have done it, too. Like, But I feel like Brock Lesnar retained just because it's probably the easiest route to go about things. Like, you can still do everything else and have Brock Lesnar retain. And I feel like he just holds it until Mania, because he's gonna put over someone big at Mania, or, mm. or at least the Royal Rumble. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he holds it into the Royal Rumble. Who knows? Yeah. But he hasn't been pinned in. This is the opportunity to take it off of him. Like he hasn't been pinned since whatever fluke shit that he did with Triple H. That nigga's gonna get hit by nine finishers in no, like the last by, three minutes. He got minutes. beat by Goldberg in like five seconds. All right, shit. You're yeah, right. Yeah, he got beat by Goldberg twice. That's true. All right, fuck it. I was fucking wrong. But it's, uh, I don't know, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I don't think anyone's going to, if this is, if there's any opportunity to take it off Brock, it's this opportunity. Because I don't know if they won't have anyone on the roster who can legit beat Brock. Mm. I also think, I've heard rumors of John Cena versus um, Brock Lesnar at No Mercy. I heard that. So... I think they might be going in that direction as well. Which is I heard John Cena Samoa Joe also. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Oh man, that nigga's gonna turn red as fuck. <laughs> nigga gonna put them like every time John Cena's supposed to sell of submissions, son, he turns into a giant cherry with fucking biceps. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga is. Oh, that shit is horrendous. Shit is amazing. But we're gonna be there SummerSlam NXT all weekend. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be fun. I think it's going to be fun. Every year is pretty fun. I've been there for the past two years. It's It's been pretty good every year. Um, it's long as fuck. I usually don't come for the pre-show because the pre-show... I'm probably not going to come for the pre-show either. Yeah. Like, legit, you can see... I've, I live close enough where I've, I've watched the pre-show and then, like, somewhere during the second hour, I was like, all right, I'm going to get up and leave. And I still made it towards the end of the pre-show. <laughs> so it's, it's still pretty good, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Amp... Shout out to you for coming through, brother. Word. It's been a good um, good experience for the Two Belts podcast to finally have you on. Um, Two Belts Random Acts of Podcast. Um, yep. where, pe- where can people follow you if they don't know who the fuck you are, which I assume they fucking know who you are. Yeah, yeah I feel like... I feel like, <laughs> I feel like our, our listeners also listen to yours, but, you know, you never know. Yeah. Some people might not. Yeah, follow me on Twitter, Ampavelli. I'm not going to spell it out. Hopefully, y'all feature it Yeah, on we're going to feature the uh, ad. Feature. We do it every time. Uh, follow my podcast, Random Acts of Podcast. Mm-hmm. You get that on iTunes. Everywhere you get, or everywhere you get two belts, you get my podcast too. You just put Random Acts of Podcast. I'm pretty sure my shit, like you know, where I say like 
people that listen to this podcast also listen. I'm pretty sure if they go on the two belts. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm, sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it ain't hard to find me. Um, Thank you for coming through again. No problem. Um, we'll be back next week. It'll be after SummerSlam. Will we be holding our heads in shame or, I don't know, <laughs> fuck it. Or we'll be happy with the results. Who knows? I don't know. We'll be back next week. Peace out. Yeah. Yep.